What's up, everyone? You are listening to Locked On Now, local experts on the biggest stories around the NHL. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thanks for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday morning. On today's show, we recap a huge day of hockey, Tuesday, 11 games total, but we've got a handful of them to talk to you guys about today. So without further ado, let's talk about the biggest game. The biggest game. The Florida Panthers went head-to-head with the Tampa Bay Lightning, two in-state teams here. And with more on this matchup is our Locked On Panthers host, Armando Velez. A statement win up in the Gulf Coast for the Florida Panthers. What is up, guys? This is Armando Velez from the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. And the Florida Panthers defeat the Tampa Bay Lightning by a final score of 4-1. to In this game... The, the Florida Panthers are now 3-0-0, but they still don't have a power play goal in this young NHL season with Anton Lundell, the 2020 12th overall pick, gets his first goal of the season and his first assist as well after a face-off win to set up Brandon Montour. What seemed to be a power play goal at the time with the second left, but they, the NHL recorded it as an even strength goal, so still no power play goal for the Florida Panthers. Sam Reinhardt gets his first point as a Florida Panther getting two assists tonight. Duke gets an empty net goal to lead the Florida Panthers in goals this season. And Sasha Barkov gets a goal to now the countdown is six goals away from breaking the franchise record in goals for all time for the Florida Panthers. Spencer Knight was fantastic tonight, which was a surprise for him to start after the start that Sergei Bobrovsky had in the first two games, and he makes 30 saves. The Tampa Bay Lightning made this a little interesting. The Florida Panthers went into the third period, leading one to nothing. The Tampa Bay Lightning score to make it 1-1, and then the Florida Panthers just get three unanswered goals to defeat the Tampa Bay Lightning by a final score of 4-1. to This was a big tone setter really early on in the season. Three games in, three 0-0, but there's still 79 games left and three more matchups against the Tampa Bay Lightning. So there's much work to do still for these Florida Panthers. So to listen to my recap of this 4-1 to victory over the Tampa Bay Lightning, make sure to subscribe and listen to the latest episode of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. We'll be breaking down this 4-1 to win over the Tampa Bay Lightning. Next up, we had the Islanders-Blackhawks matchup in Chicago. A big one here as well. The Islanders came away with the win. And more on the recap of this game is our Locked On Islanders host, Gil Martin. Gil Martin of Locked On Islanders here. Islanders beat the Chicago Blackhawks 4-1 to to earn their first victory this season. And really, this was one really strong period, the third period, and some outstanding goaltending by Ilya Sorokin. Sorokin, Islanders outplayed thoroughly in the first period, outplayed for most of the second period, but Sorokin kept the Blackhawks off the board until the final minute of play. And then in the third period, the Islanders returned to their game. They were smart with the puck. They capitalized on turnovers. Two goals for Oliver Wallstrom and a strong third period. Some great goaltending. That's enough to get the Islanders their much-needed first win of the season. Great to have Matt Martin back. For more, watch or listen to the Locked On Islanders podcast wherever you get podcasts. Next up, the Sharks took on the Canadians. And more with that game is our Locked On Sharks host. Are the Sharks good? I'm J.D. Young, and I'm joined with Kyle Demetrius. 
Kyle, the Sharks won five to nothing against the Canadians. That begs the question: Are the good vibe Sharks actually just playing good? Yeah, vibes only Sharks might be the vibes only and good Sharks. Uh, total team effort through the first half of the game. Uh, they they went through a stretch at the end of the second, beginning of the third, where they didn't do much. But I think they were just kind of chilling with the four nothing lead. It's hard to it's hard to get amped and keep pounding on a team that's four nothing. But you gotta love where the effort's coming from. Timo comeback season is here. Eric Carlson scored. Jonathan Dahlin got his first two goals. The Dahlin Couture Meyer line just looks absolutely dynamite. William Eklund is still quietly having a good start to his season. Jasper Weatherby's holding down the fourth line. Aiden Hill, competent goaltending for San Jose. What In more this what economy? What more said about Aiden, Aiden Hill? Yeah, this economy? Just a total 180 from what we've seen uh, with the Sharks over the last year or so and and yeah the, the vibes only sharks are here and it's kind of fun remember what this was like uh it's been a while so uh we will cover the good vibes only sharks uh tomorrow of a full breakdown of the canadians uh beat down uh wherever you get your podcast apple spotify odyssey ham radio we've got you covered if you can also check us out on youtube and we will catch you guys tomorrow and the newest franchise in the league, the Seattle Kraken, took on the New Jersey Devils. Unfortunately, didn't get a win on this one either. But more with this matchup is our Devils host, Trey Matthews, and our Kraken host, Erica Ayala. What's up? This is Trey Matthews of Locked on Devils, coming to you live from Little Caesars Arena. I am currently with my school for this matchup between the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Detroit Red Wings, but don't worry. Thanks to the direct TV stream, I was watching the New Jersey Devils and the Seattle Kraken play on my phone, right on my lap, and I must say that was an intense game for the New Jersey Devils. They came out victorious by a score of 4-2. to two. Now, the main story in this game is that Jack Hughes had to leave the game early after Lawson got into the back of him, but don't worry, Jirsten had his back. In the very next period, Jirsten went right after Lawson and just said, you are not going to do that to, to my player. So we just pray that Jack Hughes is going to be all right. And Dawson Mercer got his first career goal. Nice setup by Tatar. Jimmy BC was able to get a goal as well. And then Zaka was able to close out with an empty netter. Bernier gets his second win of the year. The Devils are now 2-0-0 and to begin this year. I am hyped. Everyone at Little Caesars Arena is hyped. This was a great game. And like I said, the Kraken, kind of overrated. But, you know, they deserve all this media just due to the fact that, you know, it's very exciting. We, I don't think we've ever had an NHL team from Seattle. So I wish them the best. We won't see them until April. And I'm just hoping for Jack Hughes' uh, well-being. What's up, Kraken fans? Eric Lindsay Ayala coming to you live from the Prudential Center after another loss for the Seattle Kraken. It's been a tough road trip, but finally the Seattle Kraken will head home for Saturday's opener, of course, against the Vancouver Canucks at home at Climate Pledge Arena. Big thing, though, is that the Seattle Kraken team is proving that they're going to be physical, but now it's a matter of pulling everything together. Can they keep their composure? Can they really get some of their skilled players in front of net? I guess we'll have to wait and see for Saturday. One big thing is that the Seattle Kraken on this road trip haven't had much practice time. Coach Dave Haxtell said he's looking forward to probably about two good practices for the team once they get back to the West Coast and all that in preparation for Saturday's home opener. First time ever at Climate Pledge Arena. Make sure you stay locked on Kraken for all the updates throughout the week as we get ready for that historic moment for the Seattle Kraken franchise. Coming up next on Locked On Now, we recap other matches that happen on the ice on Tuesday. Thanks for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday morning.
Welcome back to Locked On Now. I am your host, Kim Becker, and thanks so much for making us your first listen every weekday morning. We are recapping all the big games that happened on the ice on Tuesday, and next up is the Stars-Penguins. And here with more is our Locked On Stars host. The Dallas Stars are 2-0 in overtime to start the season. Dallas comes away with a huge win in Pittsburgh against the Penguins to go 2-2 on their season-opening road trip. What's up, guys? This is Dane Lewis, host of the Locked On Stars podcast, coming to you once again from my car because that's where I always tend to be this season when Dallas wins games. But you still love to see it. Alexander Radulov plays the hero tonight, netting in the final goal of the shootout in overtime to give Dallas two crucial points, giving them all the momentum that they need going into Friday's home opener versus the LA Kings. Lots to talk about on tomorrow's podcast episode. A lot of good things to take away from this game in Pittsburgh. We turn it over now to the Washington Capitals and Colorado Avalanche, who were favored to win the Stanley Cup in the beginning of this season, but have had a couple of tough losses. Here with more is our Locked On Caps host. Woo! Talk about a statement win or what? Hello, everyone. I am the insider to the insiders, Tyler Cool, the host of Locked On Capitals, here for this quick recap on the Washington Capitals' big 6-3 win tonight over the Colorado Avalanche. Holy cow, guys. Listen, I know. I know what everyone's saying. Yes, this was Nathan McKinnon's first game off the COVID list, and Gabriel Landeskog still not in the lineup. But no one told Evgeny Kuznetsov that when he was weaving his way by Byron and Murphy like he's netting him a gosh darn Christmas scarf. Let me tell you, Kuznetsov, the Russian, his first big game of the year. Oh, it's so heartwarming to see Kuznetsov of 2018 make his way here into 2021. He looks really good in this game, guys. Finally, maybe a little bit of confidence in him. And after the year that he had last year on the COVID list, having COVID, not looking well, seemingly falling out of favor with the Caps brass, all of a sudden having a big game, a nationally televised game, sort of. And he looked real good, had two goals and an assist in the 6-3 win. That whole line was jumping tonight because that's off Ovi and Wilson. Wilson had three assists, Ovi, and had the net goal, his fourth of the season. And the Caps just look really good in this one, guys. They're 2-0-1 now. They go into a couple games this weekend that have some merit, and they could get maybe a couple more wins. New Jersey on Thursday night. The Caps are looking good early on in the season, guys, as they came away with a 6-3 win tonight over the Colorado Avalanche. Moving on now to the Jets and Wild, we hear from both of our Locked On hosts about this game. Hey Jets fans, it's Harrison Lee of Locked On Winnipeg Jets. Winnipeg just lost in overtime to the Minnesota Wild, 6-5. And while the Jets played okay hockey for most of the game until they actually had a lead, I really feel like Winnipeg's inability to close down this game and ultimately conceding in overtime is unfortunately an indictment of some decisions made with the lineup, Um, certainly some stuff with in-game adjustments that didn't go super well, and just a bit of sloppiness from the Jets. I know that the season is still young, but the stuff that Winnipeg is struggling with, like the penalty kill, um, at times the power play, uh, maybe conceding a few extra goals than they should, it's just not really coming together, and honestly, this is like the fourth or fifth year that we're going through this. Um, I know that 2017-2018 feels like it wasn't that long ago, but it's been like three or four years. The Jets really don't have a lot of time left, and if this is how the rest of the season goes, it could be a long year. Let's hope that the Jets pull off a, a nice rebound win on Thursday. It's the home opener. We're rooting for Winnipeg to pull through. I'll see you guys then. This has been Harrison Lee from Locked on Winnipeg Jets. Check us out at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets on Twitter, and thanks so much. 
Hey everybody, Seth Topol, host of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, recapping the Minnesota Wilds' 6-5 overtime win over the Winnipeg Jets in their home opener at the XL Energy Center. Minnesota Wild were trailing by two goals in the third period, gave up an empty netter, but rallied to tie it thanks to Jewel Erickson-Eck. And Jewel Erickson-Eck gets the game winner to complete the hat trick in overtime against the Jets. Cam Talbot not at his best tonight, but... The Minnesota Wild did a great job of picking him up. He made a huge save to keep the game going in overtime, and the Wilds got the rebound and brought it back the other way for the OT winner. So not uh, not the best of games for the Wild, but they did what they needed to do. We're 3-0, baby, heading into yet another couple of games coming up this weekend. For more Wild news, make sure to follow Locked on Wild wherever you listen to podcasts. And last but certainly not least, the Nashville Predators took on the LA Kings. And here with more on that game is our Locked On Predators host, Nick Morgan. Yay, the Nashville Predators finally got a win. We are not going 0-82. Not that we were going to, but, you know, Twitter. I'm Nick Morgan from Locked On Predators. The Predators finally have their first win of the 2021-22 NHL season. A 2-1 win over a very good Los Angeles Kings team. Uh, for a while, it didn't really look like the Predators were going to pull this one out. one nothing down entering the third period. They answered back with two big goals. One from Matt Duchesne, one from Tanner Janot. And yeah... I think the most important thing here for the Preds fans is that this was the third straight game in which the Predators looked better than they did the game before. And at this point in the season, it's kind of too early to tell how a team's going to react for an entire 82-game stretch, but the Predators are doing the things they have to do, and that's improving a little bit each game. Now, there's still a lot of question marks with this team. Uh, how are they handling the youth? Philip Myers was a healthy scratch tonight, as was Phil Tomasino. Seems like there's going to be a lot of shuffling, and that raises a lot of questions about whether they should be up in the majors or down in the minors to get more time. That's something we'll have to watch. Uh, but the lineup looked fine tonight. Uh, a lot of chemistry, both up front and in the back. UC Saro is probably with his best game of the season. And yeah. Predators have a win. That's that's the big takeaway. Uh, be sure to listen to us tomorrow morning and every morning on Locked On Predators for more news, notes, updates, and overall hockey fun. Thanks so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday morning. I'm your host, Kim Becker. And for more insider analysis and local experts, make sure that you are staying tuned to your local Locked On podcast. Locked On, your team every day.